This is Lady Talk Radio, your space for real conversations about real life and real ways to improve yours. Welcome to Lady Talk Radio. I am your main chick, Stacey Ray, and I'm so excited to be bringing you episode number 21 with Andy Gordon. This podcast, as always, is brought to you by WeAreLadyAlpha.com, where we start conversations that empower you and help you think, feel, and live better so you can have the fierce and fulfilling life you want. For the show notes of this episode, anytime, you can simply go to weareladyalpha.com forward slash 21. Make it so easy for you. So if you are not already on that page, head over there now. You'll find all the goods, all the links for Andy, awesome points to listen for throughout the episode, my contact info, his contact info. You can holler at us if you have any questions or comments or any insights you wanted to share. And as always, if there's something specific you want covered on this show, this is about you, girl. If you've got something you want me to talk about or cover on this show, let me know and I will find the right person to have that conversation with. Today, we are jamming on unconditionally keeping it real, personal empowerment, unconditional vibes, everything that Andy is about. And he's going to share his personal story so openly with us today. I'm so excited about this. He is such a powerful stand for people to reconnect with themselves, each other, and the earth. So it's going to be an epic chat. And if you are jamming on Lady Talk Radio, if you like these episodes, if you love the episodes, if you are super duper down with us, why not throw up some stars on iTunes? Maybe a little review. It helps other lovely ladies like you find these conversations. And I know, you know, we all know that we all need the goodness in life. So ah, that feels better that I got that off my chest. And I want to tell you a little bit more about Andy before we jump into this. Andy is a straight talking, massively, deeply loving human who is passionate and curious about how we all come together in this world. And he's been on a crazy journey of drugs, alcohol, crime, and near suicide, which he's going to share more about with us today. And he's really experienced that darkness in life and is now here to support people to connect with themselves. And his stand is really for open communication. And you're totally going to get that from him. It's so awesome and refreshing. So let's just get into it. Hey, Andy, welcome to Lady Talk Radio. Thanks for coming on the show. I'm actually like ridiculously excited about having you on the show today (laughs) for a couple of reasons. Yeah, thanks for having me on here. It's really cool. I um. I thought I was going to be the first dude, and then I saw there was an episode with a guy. I was like, damn it. Yes, I know, right? But it's. I feel like um, I'm so excited about having just powerful men on the show, too, because you guys have just such a different different take on things, and there's just incredible value that you guys bring as well. And uh, what I'm so excited about having this conversation with you today is because I know you are a total, like, you're a straight shooter. You say it how it is, and you love to keep it real, and so you're just like... You know, you're totally in alignment with what we're all about on this show. So, yeah, so excited to jam with you. More time yeah. for content. <laughs> Say that again. More time for content being straight. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so what's going on in your life these days? What's going on behind the scenes? Behind my scene right now is some beautiful shrubbery. But nice. um, <laughs> I'm currently in New Zealand. Um, my partner, Kate, she's, I don't know if you can see her, up on the balcony somewhere there. Can you guys see that? Not really. I don't know. She's up there somewhere. Um, we, uh, we're Kate's from New Zealand. I'm from Australia. And I only live in Bali, but we're here at the moment uh, putting together a tour for 
uh, pretty much millennials, like millennials at heart too, but mainly millennials because that's what we work with a lot of just on like getting in a room with people being like physically with people be like, oh, wow, you've got like two arms and two legs and it's, you're not just an image on a screen <laughs> and um, actually being like, what is it that you want to create in the world? Um, so for us behind the scenes is a lot of like the logistical work, hitting, like getting on Facebook, getting on phones, like talking to people, inviting them into what we're doing and creating and, and just creating a space for people to really actually show up. And my hope is that we see a lot of just like cool things come, come from that. Like use it as a springboard, start seeing some people connect in local communities. And um, that's what we're really passionate about. And yeah, just building that. And behind all that is obviously our tribe and everything else we're doing and our vlog, which you featured on before. Um, yeah, not enough sleep is behind that too. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you guys have been go-go, yeah. right? You guys are on fire. I love it. I love it. So yeah, yeah and we had your partner, Kate, on the show uh, a few weeks back. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for the listeners that are hearing him talk about Kate, you can go back and actually listen to that episode. And what I love about the work that you guys are doing, and I want to, I want to, you know, kind of get an overview of what you guys are up to too, and and why, because I know that your stand yeah. in the world is so incredibly powerful, and I really, I personally really resonate with it as well, because I come from a long history of the, the personal development world as well, and when I got really introduced to what you guys were up to, it was like, wow, okay, yeah, I really see that it goes from that whole movement about having to like kind of not just develop ourselves, but actually like empower ourselves. So, like, I'd love to hear mm. kind of how how that happened for you, like you know, how, what was kind of your journey? Where did you kind of come from? Because I know you have an incredible story as well. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I kind of like fell into the industry, to be honest. I, um, and looking back now, I can see that it really came from a part for me that was like the do-gooder, like not willing to really acknowledge the the darker parts of me, the stuff that I was struggling to be with and I was trying to like kill off or like squash out and pretend like I was only, you know, sunshine out of my ass kind of shit. And <laughs> I was trying to be that. And this industry perfectly fit. I was like, look at all this knowledge that I can amass. Look at all these, these ways that I can help people and do all these things. And that means I'm a good person. And if I do that enough, that's loud enough that it drowns out the feeling of like nothingness and not enoughness that I'm feeling almost consistently. Mm. Um, and I had, this is, this is in hindsight, right? Like looking back, um, I'm going to lay down to the whole, like, (laughs) (laughs) um, but like, yeah, it it came from that place looking back now. But for me, like I've had a crazy journey and I could probably take up the whole episode talking about it. So I'll keep it short, but I grew up in a home that like, just lot, like kind of like a lot of abuse, um, like with, with beautiful intentions, but I had a stepfather who, you know, had a father that died when he was eight. He was the second oldest of four boys, um, never knew what it was like to be a father and, you know, didn't know how to do anything outside of his own way. So as I started to grow up and I was very different, challenging him, um, um, it was just like the impossible. So I had lots of like verbal, mental, emotional abuse and a bit of physical as I got older and bigger but it really like from a very early age, I had a father who lived 10 minutes from me, but I only saw birthdays and Christmas and a stepfather who was telling me like, why can't you be like, you know, my sister, which is his actual daughter. 
Um, and, you know, if you weren't here, it would be so much better. And our family only has arguments because of you and stuff. So as a little kid, I made all of that mean that I'm just not enough. Like my fucking dad doesn't want me. And my, my stepdad is telling me I'm not enough. I'm wrong. I'm all these things. So from very early on, I, I just developed this thing that like, no matter what I do in life, I'm never enough. So mm. I saw that in like, in sport, I was really good at sport, never like amazing, but I could pick up anything, play with anything, be good at it, being one of the top sides. I was competitive as crazy. I would like do whatever it took to get one up on my opponent, like in a lot of team sports. So I was an animal in sport growing up, like that coming from that place of like, not enough. I'll fucking show you like, and having all that. Um, and it led to me in my like late teens and then twenties, um, just, just kind of going off the radar of where I was going, being really intelligent kid, like being able to create what I want and have what I want to then just being like, well, if I'm never enough, then fuck you, I'll do what I want. And I fell into, like, I'd never taken drugs or anything in school. I think I bump puffed a cigarette once to try and impress a chick and ended up, like, coughing all over myself. <laughs> so that didn't work well. But, yeah, I, like, I fell into, um, I played footy, so I was, like, had a decent body. I fell into, a lot of, like, topless waitering, and then that fell into, like, actually stripping, and then that fell into, like, being an escort and, like, that time in my life at like 18, 19 learning what it like learning the depths of like masculinity and femininity and not having any idea of what I was experientially learning. Um, mm. And the connection and stuff that I was feeling in that like crazy experiences so young. Um, and then, yeah, fell into a relationship that was <laughs> beautiful and then toxic as well for a couple of years, got out of that. I was 118 kilos and heavy and, overweight and and numbed myself with food and that I started working in nightclubs running in bars and that led to alcohol abuse drug abuse dealing drugs um and like crime I ended up creating a a, a, like a group of prostitutes that I was running um a drug almost like I would say syndicate I had people working for me living a really like kind of high life fun life where lots of money like wasting money a penthouse like living lots of fun. And even a lot of people back then that I socialized with didn't know that life. Um, it was only people that were like in business with me kind of thing. Um, and that ended very abruptly where I got arrested on new year's Eve, 2012, 2012, 2013. And I, um, I got found in the nightclub I was working at with a whole bunch of Coke on me, um, a whole bunch of cash. And it was totally by chance from someone else that got pinned for drugging women that night and um he just by chance pointed at me because i walked past the room he was getting searched in um no idea that i (laughs) had i was dealing drugs or anything and for me it was the universe like really stepping in because i i had to call my mum from like quarter quarter to four on new year's day uh, from a jail cell and be like hey mum, here's what's been going on and um i was 22 at the time and at that time no one knew this i was organizing like a, a much bigger deal in regards to drug dealing was more drug shipping and transporting like a few, like a like seven kilos a week coming up from a town in Australia called Sydney to Brisbane. And it was going to be a big financial move for me. But now in hindsight, looking back, the four other guys that I was doing this with two are dead. Uh, one fled the country and one's in prison on murder charges. Wow. Um, so I'm the, I'm the only one that, you know, kind of got the slap on the wrist at the beginning, but 
yeah, that, that led to me court cases, my family struggling. Um, is internet all good? I thought it just cut out. Yeah, it cut out a little bit, but that's okay. We got you. Yeah. I heard yeah, almost my, every word, just, like speed it, it sped up a little bit. <laughs> so you sounded really cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm back on the drugs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like my, my family, like watching that, like watching the breakdown with all of that, seeing that happen, seeing the pain in my family. I got um, a really like beautifully painful at the same time in side into like the power of my actions and, and the ripple effect of what we do or don't do in this world. And when we show up and we don't show up and in what ways, how it goes far beyond what we even see. For me, it was so abrupt. It was in my face consistently. So I got to experientially learn that. And um, yeah, that year I was homeless for a few months too. Um, I got myself in a really bad situation where I had no money. I bailed on a house I was living with and like couldn't face my family. Couldn't put that on themselves in the streets for a few months. And like watching myself in disabled bathrooms, McDonald's, like to, try and then go walk the streets and get a job that day. Like really morally kind of humbling and checking of like who I was. Whereas 12 months ago, I was $5,000 a month penthouse and yeah, you know, <laughs> crazy shit. Like, um, and yeah, I, I missed, I went to my final court case, the highest court in the land you can go to in Australia. And, and like for what I was getting charged with Supreme court, they wanted me to do 18 months behind bars on a first offense. Um, and they only told us that two days beforehand and yeah, having to like hug my mother goodbye in the courtroom. Uh, this is early 2014 was the, the probably like the turning point of my life where things really started to shift. It was that moment where I like having to hug my mom and hold her and feel her like, like sobbing and not being a parent myself, only empathetically feeling the like, the hopelessness in her and like I could feel it like I could feel the the failure she was feeling that like that she couldn't do anything to protect her child like that basic human instinct as a parent to like protect and nurture there was nothing that she could do and I could feel in her like the hopelessness the feeling of like has she failed and like the fact that I had caused my mother that and like I was holding her up like and her sobbing seeing my stepdad um my stepdad now like crying behind her and seeing that pain. Like, yeah, I remember that moment I said to myself, I was like, no matter what happens in there, and I'd already made peace that I was going to go away. I will spend the rest of my life proving that your, your past means fuck all and proving that if you want to create something you can in the world. Yeah. Now, every time I share this story, I have that moment of like, fuck, like that's really what's happened over the last you know, few years now but I had no idea what that would be. I had no exposure to personal development, had nothing like that. Um, three weeks prior to, to saying that I was going to do that in my head, I was on the edge of a building considering jumping off. Cause I just, it was too much pain to experience. I had no control. And um, yeah, the rest kind of history. I, I, um, I got parole. I didn't get so many time. Wow. Um, I spent 18 months not being able to leave the state, leave the country, like without permission, mm-hmm. weekly drug tests, parole meetings, all that stuff. Um, yeah, it was, it was crazy. And about a couple of weeks after that, I, I, um, I fell into network marketing. I didn't even know what it was. And obviously with that came um, personal development. It's mm-hmm. a big part of that industry and, yeah. and growing yourself. And I just replaced drugs with personal development and became a PD junkie. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and um, just spent <laughs> like 
spent the same amount of money just on personal development. And um, yeah, it was at every conference, every course, every seminar, did NLP, like studied the little bits, like starts of each modality, but did more in NLP and just, yeah, fell into that and became one of those people and all the positive online and only one way. And um, it's only been in the last probably 12 months it started, but last six months, especially of opening up to like more than just the fluff, the light, like opening up to the full spectrum of life and how we show up in the world and the humanity of people. And in seeing that there's nothing that needs fixing in me, no longer seeing people as like broken or I need to fix them or help them. And instead being able to actually be with them and hear them and love them and here for like their own brilliance that comes through them. And that's why I, you know, for me, I call the work that we do personal empowerment over personal development, because I truly believe that we don't need any more developing. Um, we need to experience our own power first and build from there. Yeah. So good. Thanks for sharing mm. that. I, you know, I knew little bits about your story and stuff like that. It was really powerful to hear how that all came through and like the whole experience of going through that. I mean, that's incredible. Thanks for sharing that. Um, yeah. You know, and I think like, that's kind of where I wanted to go with this too, is like, I want to understand more for, for those listeners that are just now hearing about this whole difference between personal empowerment and personal development. Mm. Like when you say like being with somebody and, and having them express themselves and, and, and just really allow them to be like where they're at versus like mm. trying to kind of fix or put band-aid solutions on top of what's going on. Like what, when you really kind of started to experience that instead mm. of personal development, how was it different for you? I, I feel like I got my power back. Mm. Like I, I was living, I was living life where I thought someone else had the answer for me. Like I thought someone else's course program, seven steps to a million or <laughs> seven, 12 months, like um, someone's modality, like was, was it, my NLP became fucking Christianity. Like it became a, a religion to me for a while. And I was like, hang on, what's outside of this? And I was like, I realized when I finally had someone like that, and to be honest, those two individuals are Hanari and Kate O'Brien. Yeah. Um, they were a big shift for me. And I know you work with them as well. Like this year in opening up stuff for me and like experiencing a new way of like seeing myself. And I'd had other people in my life do that. Like another beautiful lady, Katie McDonald, who actually trained me in NLP. She is like a phenomenal soul of like completely zero judgment, has had a history and the, like you know sex industry and things of like that as well and and drugs and, and like huge shift in her life but with hen and kate i just experienced like a whole new level of like being seen and there wasn't like there was just zero allowance of me to put my power in them right i yeah. came to the came to them with the still of like oh i can learn from you they can teach me and they can seem like this and I'm like oh you work with this coach which means you're this much higher and fuck I can learn more from you and I can up level and go past them and all that bullshit and I was still putting like the power outside of me and where that came from was that I was still putting the blame outside of me I was Mm. like the reason I am why I am is because of my stepdad or because of this or I just had a fucked home or I had these things or you know I was like blaming others for the bad and then try to take all the credit for the good. And I <laughs> yeah, experienced good. that in like clients that were coming to me. people I was working with was this like, like, yeah, fix me. Like, what do I need to mm-hmm. learn? What do I need to do? Like there's some euphoric golden carrot that I'm like chasing that I think I'm going to eventually get. 
and I finally get to it. And that's been the shift for me is personal empowerment. It's like, there is no golden carrot. Like you're standing in a fucking golden carrot costume. <laughs> like it's here and now. Like, <laughs> awesome. I love that. Great visual. Great visual. Yeah. <laughs> Just like dancing around. Right. Um, but yeah, like, it's like that, that's it. Like it's the power now, like it's here yeah. and now it's, it's in this moment. And yeah, the freedom that I experienced now of like, like being able to, to share the, the, the shadow parts or the darker parts or things that I struggle with as opposed to like only one side of me and it's hard and it's challenging, but empowerment for me is like that genuine peace and that wholeness. And yeah, that's what it is for me. It's like, I think when you can give a space to someone, like that's why I say now that someone asked me what I did the other day, I was like, I'm a space creator. Oh, cool. Like like, what, the fuck yeah. is, what the fuck is that? And I was like, I don't know. It just fell out of my mouth, man. I was like, uh, it's for me. I, so I believe that I create and facilitate spaces for people to genuinely show up like all of them and learn what it's like to be with those parts and to start that process and build that muscle of like showing up as out of integrity, showing up as like wrong or not enough or disgusting, all these feelings that we have showing up and being seen a witness like that. And I was like, in everything that I do now, I believe that like I create and facilitate spaces for people to explore that realm, explore all the, the spectrum of who they are and start to become the peace with that and feel it. And, feel like what it's like to bring create a future where you bring all that wholeness forward with you and um yeah for me that, that's the difference in, in empowerment like there's people in the personal development industry that do that like i'm in the personal development industry yeah but i think there's a huge shift that's coming where the new like we hear the fluffy term new wave of leadership and stuff but this new leadership this new type of people that are coming through in this industry like I believe this level of authenticity and realness of like what I'm sharing with you or how I show up online and stuff and still my own inauthenticity in that. But this new level of like way of showing up that we've talked about offline a heap mm-hmm. is like five or 10 years ahead of its time. I still mm-hmm. feel that so many people that are in this industry that are like the leaders or people that have the biggest followings, the biggest influence, the biggest businesses are still pushing that mantra of like, this part only this part and this is light and this is love and even in spirituality right like enlightenment like all of that and neglecting this part and yet i believe the access point to the majority of people is this part it's it's our humanity it's the stuff that we don't want to talk about but the freedom we experience the trust the love the connection we feel when someone can connect with this part of us it opens everything up Mm-hmm. And it builds trust because when we, when people are showing up as only this, they feel like they can't let you in on this because you only, you've only come into their life with this. Right. And thus we, we see that in this industry with all so many leaders showing up as this and never talking about and showing these kind of things because they've built their whole life, their livelihood, their business, their followings as this. Mm-hmm. And for me, I feel like it's a false trickle down effect and mantra where people are then only showing up as this and then we're seeing the horrible things like Sam Isadora and people like that that are that are leaders in this industry or in, in what they do in tantric sexuality for her taking their own life like getting to a place where there is no other way but that and that for me is like that for me creates inspired action like when I feel that pain and I feel that mm. and like I flat out fucking refuse to show 
show up as just that anymore because I know the damage it does on me and the damage it has on anyone that I interact with and work with, that ripple effect and that trickle-down effect of like energy is fucking destructive. And there's a lot of... Um, I think there's a lot of people drunk at the wheel mm. and we're looking for a lift home and we just don't have many options apart from drunk drivers. So it's like, let's talk to someone that's actually like experientially learning shit that knows how to drive that has driven in wet conditions and dry conditions and snowy right. conditions. I <laughs> love that analogy. Yeah. I love that. That's so powerful. And I so appreciate, you know, all the work that you're doing and just the stand that you're making. Cause I, I really, you know, it's been a really huge piece for me too. Cause I, I, for a long time, you know, I felt like there was that part that was really, um, like I always think of it as like, like suppressed or like constricted out of fear of not being positive or coming across mm. as messy or whatever. And, mm. you know, I find it really interesting because I remember when you posted a video um, online, I'm trying to remember what it was about, but there was something that you had posted publicly. I think it might have actually been that you were in the sex trade. And yeah, yeah. Th- there was a, a lot of people messaging you. I remember you saying that, like people going, oh my God, like me too, or this really speaks mm. to me in some way. Like, you know, what, what has kind of been your experience like with now that you are sharing so much of, you know, you and Kate both share, you have the daily vibe, which is like, you're like behind the scenes thing. And, and you guys are really talking about your personal struggles and stories and just different things that are going on in your relationship and being super real about it, which is so, so fun and so awesome to get to see because we're all, we're all experiencing things like this. Right. So it's like, it's cool to see you guys being so bold and just, just real with everybody. What has that been like for you in terms of like, you know, people's responses to that? Like when you are sharing so much of your life and, you know, yeah, I think you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, the full spectrum. Like, yeah. to be honest, like, <laughs> okay, cool. yeah. Um, a lot of people being like, oh, thank fuck. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. or like, oh, I've never heard this before. Or like, oh, this is so refreshing. Or like, I've never heard someone in the, in, in your industry talk about it this way. Or like that level of realness. Like, I hear all of that, which is great. And that, you know floats my boat and inflates my ego and I'm like oh that's what I'm meant to be doing and I should do more of that and like still get a little dopamine hit of like oh over a certain amount of views or likes or shares or like (laughs) all that shit and it's like inauthentic for me to pretend like I don't like I do and like getting that and then also getting the opposite I've had the other full end of the spectrum where I have had like I put out a video and I've changed the title and stuff now it's called fuck you personal development Mm. Yeah, and, oh yeah, I remember that. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it got like, it got the whole, oh my yeah. God, yes, fuck this in it. Yeah. I've seen this. I want this is what it's about. Rah, rah, rah. Like got that. And then I got people that were so close to me, like people that are the parents of my godson and like that stuff being like, I can't believe you fucking said that because that's their business. Mm. Their business is personal or their business is a modality. I got people that like I ran a business with 12 months ago touring the country who just completely fucking cut me off. Mm. Right. So I had like the infatuation and I've had the like depression responses kind of thing. Right. And what I noticed in that is also like that brought up where I felt like, for example, that person who just cut me off, um, uncommunicated resentment and things from their end to me for certain stuff and things like that. But the response that's come from people has been mostly like a positive, mostly like a, yeah, like this is what we're feeling. Like I can feel there's a call for it, but what I've learned in the process is like the power of like centering myself in something Mm -hmm. like 
centering myself in what my message is before I just get on and go, blah, because that's my natural like style. I go with the flow. I, I don't think about it. I don't plan an event or something. I'll just go like, here's something I want to talk about and let's go for two hours. Like, you know, yeah, I appreciate I, I, that about you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like the real stuff comes out, but I think, yeah, what I've learned in it now is like a lot more care with what I say and how it lands with people and that like treating the content and stuff that I, I put out or things that I do or the message that I share, treating it with the level of importance at which I hold it as well as the potential that this could be the last bit of content, the last thing I ever do because who knows what comes tomorrow, right? And mm-hmm. um, how would I want that to be received? Like if this is the last thing I ever did, what would be the impact of that? And I heard this from um, Prince EA. He said like he treats every every bit of content. If, he's, if you're a content creator or someone in the world that's a creator, like treat everything like it's the last thing you do because wow. you don't know. Yeah. And when that, when I heard that, I was like, fuck, like, holy shit, I've not been doing that. And I get it. And for me, that video, that fuck you personal development one, that was that. It was something that I was feeling, but I hadn't felt into it enough. I had energy that was like out the wazoo, like feeling. And I just like, I made up for the space of not really like getting clear on it with energy and delivery and I'm great linguistically and I can like do that. So I just, I filled the space mm-hmm. and because of it, I had that effect. Everyone was like, psh, or, psh. there was no one like here, but now when I get sent on something I'm delivering or, or sharing, like even now I could feel, I just got off a client call before this and it went late. So I was like a few minutes. I was like, I need to get outside and nature and kind of ground myself to, to connect and share. And now that I do that, the impact, like maybe not as much views or those sort of things, but the amount of people that are impacted in a way that it creates like inspired action in them. So they actually do something as opposed to metaphorically sucking my virtual dick on like the stuff that I'm creating. Mm-hmm. That's, that's far more important that people are actually doing something in their own life, like creating stuff, creating something. So yeah, the response, the response I took is feedback and it's shifted the way that I actually do things now. And yeah, it like, I think that matters more. I think that matters more about like what you're actually, what's the impact you're creating in the world as opposed to what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Let that one land. that's good that's really good i love that yeah what if it's the last piece of content you ever put out right wow like like, literally right like like, what was the last last bit of content you put out like video or post can you remember it um i've been doing some insta stories and stuff like that and it's like i tend to be i tend to like try to keep things pretty light and i actually interestingly enough this is actually coming through right now it's like even being a part of your guys' space, we're going to talk about the tribe that, that Andy and Kate, mm. the space that you guys hold. I like that. Mm. I'm a space creator. <laughs> um, the space <laughs> that you guys hold for people. One of the things, too, that I really learned in there was, like, to just show up as I am versus mm. trying to, like, control how people see me or trying to, like, 
you know, be really performancey because that's been something that I've kind of always struggled with because I'm such a performance and biohacking kind of person that it's like I, I used to really be able to like, you know, get the perfect thing, say the perfect thing, show up the right way, have the right mindset, do all those things. And it's like that can kind of go in a really far direction where it's like you're not actually even really showing up as is how you're feeling or what's going on for you. And I've so I've been practicing like sharing um, if I learned something specific that day, like jumping on mm. and sharing that just from like a place of, wow, this is what went on for me today. And the other day I did one where I was like, yeah, I had a super good cry this morning <laughs> and it mm. was awesome. And my computer wasn't working and the website broke and all of this stressful stuff happened. And then all of this happened on the other side of it. And it was like a really cool. And I feel like that feels so much more natural, even in the moment. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't know if this is enough or I don't know if people will get it or I don't know if whatever fill in the blank um but it's what's true for me and that feels better than trying to contrive the best possible message for people and i often find like even though i'm not sharing like a ton of stuff about my personal life maybe yet i don't know <laughs> but i i do find that people resonate more when i talk about things that are really going on for me versus yeah just something i read in a book that i want to share with people or something you know so yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely that landed for me, though. I'm definitely going to think about that more, you know, like, yeah, if this is the last piece. Yeah. Can I can I share with that? Because like, yeah, I feel in what you just said, like, that is that for me, like, that is the like, sharing from your heart in that moment, sharing from a place of inspiration or what's going on for you or what, like, you care about, as opposed to like, what I think I should do. Yeah. Or like yeah. I said, I was going to do a YouTube video this week and I haven't done it yet. And it's Sunday lunchtime. I better get my shit together and do it. Like I, that, that for me, it's like, cause I, like a lot of the content I do is live. Like it's just, oh, yeah, right. bang, I, I get on, like I I'm committing to doing one YouTube video a week. And I said that example cause I haven't done my YouTube video. Um, but like that example I think is powerful because like most of my stuff is live. So the content I create is very from like a, this is just what's going on for me. And like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to teach you anything. I'm just going to share because I think in that is the learning. Like you don't need me as a teacher. Like you're your own teacher. You just need to like look at what's occurring and be like, how is that relevant to me? Mm-hmm. And doing that far greater connection um, than what you're talking about. Same thing, like just getting on because yeah, oh, my daily life today. It's like, I got on the daily life in the tribe the other day and was like, I don't want to fucking be on here. Like, <laughs> I kind of like fucking resent all you guys at the moment. I fucking resent this tribe, my one-to-one clients and this business. And I just pretty much want to fuck off to like Jamaica and sit on a beach and do fuck all. And like, I'm resenting all this at the moment. And through that, I was like, and I'm realizing why is because I'm taking no time. I'm making this, like this whole tour, everything we're doing. It's like, there's a lot of work going into it. And it's like, I just need to get it done. I committed to getting it done. I've got to get it done. We're running out of time and not taking any time for me and today I took the morning off I was like I'm not getting online I'm not doing jack shit I'm going to the beach and I'm just gonna have fun and do what I want and fill me up juice me up do what I love the most like get outdoors do all that kind of stuff and doing that I'm like fucking like client call yeah interview yeah I want to do a live after this I want to do stuff I've got creative content I'm doing I'm writing I'm like I've got that back again and I think creating from that place or creating from what's really occurring for you or showing up how you are is like 
it's living in your own truth. Like it is like, if I cocked it right now, when this call ends, then I'm like, it's probably a few things I would have wished I did a bit more, more effort in the last couple of weeks. However, like today, like what I'm sharing today, what I'm doing today, how I'm showing up, how I'm caring for Kate and giving her affection, how I'm being honest with people, all those things. Fuck yeah. I'd be happy to end on a day like today. Mm. I'm, I'm being true to me and doing what I need to do for me. And I'm, what I'm sharing in the world. It's me. It's real. So good. Love it. Tell us about the unconditional vibe tribe. Cause you've mentioned it a couple times and I want, I want the listeners to like know what this space is. Cause I think it is absolutely phenomenal. And yeah. Talk on that for a sec. Yeah. Um, it's kind of what I just, I just shared about it's, yeah. it is the, um, it's a space to really show up and be real, like to show up for all of you and actually be seen, be witnessed, be heard, be loved, be challenged and invited sometimes challenged for masculine, invited for feminine. Um, <laughs> but like to, to show up and create what you want in the world. And to be honest with it, there hasn't been enough of like the fun and the craziness and the, like me and Kate are just big kids. Like we're fucking nutbags and like we're, we're batshit crazy. Like that's why we have fun with each other, but we don't show enough of that. That's our inauthenticity, but that space is literally for that. And it's a space where people get to just like, I think this industry can be very expensive um, with coaches and everything else as well. So it's a space where it doesn't cost very much to have a regular space that you can go to, to really express, to share, to, to be held accountable, to declare, to open up to what you want and find a community of people that are like vibing like you, like your family, your homies, like your team, like that got you no matter what, that judgment free, that you can be honest and open and share and even start to like workshop the stuff that you want to create in the world or the conversations you want to have. We've had people come in there and open up about, fuck, I need to be real with my partner that I cheated on him six months ago and I just can't. And they start that conversation in there and start like unpacking it and getting really clear, getting centered for themselves to be able to like heal them to then go and have that conversation and hold a space of love and their truth and stuff like that as no doubt there's a response and reaction and all these other things from their partner. And without that, you obviously see two people in that pain and anger, like going nuts on it. Like, so we've got people from that to people creating amazing conscious business and movements to people, just deep healing to people that just want to be in a fucking cool community and have access to like Kate and I for some, some, some coaching for some like mentoring for anything else. And just yeah it's a family like that's what we feel and and kate and i have traveled around australia new zealand the last month or so and everywhere we go we're sort of having dinners and lunches and stuff and just catching up with like people we've never physically met that we know or know us almost better than our family do and yeah for me that's what it is it's a space that people like you just have a family that gets you like online and that will also challenge you to to heal and create and connect with those that matters most to you in the world and to, to call you into actually creating and doing what matters most to you, like what you love. And yeah, I love it. Like I just got off a call then with one of my, my clients. Um, we connect and vibe in so many different ways and it's more of our like craziness and our like, like out of us. And we, <laughs> he's creating a business that's around like naturopath and like healing and spirituality and that sort of thing. But when I talk to him, he's a fucking like skater and like, like super sarcastic and like 
really kind of offensive jokes if you don't take them sarcastically and like all of that shit awesome. and you don't see any of it online. I was like, dude, what do you love? Like, what do you actually love? And he's like, I love skating. I love nutrition and I love spirituality. I was like, sick, like create something like do that. And he's like, I love doing skits on like YouTube and shit. And I was like, as you said that, I just got this image of like a fucking monk in full robes cutting like a sick 360 McTwist or whatever the fuck that is, <laughs> drinking a green, drinking like drinking a green smoothie. Like so that's, that's what I saw. And I was yeah. like, it's that shit. It's like the crazies in the world that feel so out or see it, or see the fucking personal development industry for what it is. And um, being like, I have no idea. What are you barking at? This dog doesn't like me. I'm the only dude here apart from the, the guy who lives here. Everyone else is women. Um, <laughs> but like every, um, no, he's just taking a dump. Just, nice. Like, like right there. Awesome. Awesome. Your interview. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Real conversations, right? Real but conversations. Yeah, it's just a family. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No fluff. Um, it, but it's that like, it's just a space of like family and tribe that get you and that like invite you and challenge you to like show up really as you are and stop trying to fit into a bubble. And yeah, I, I love it. It's, it's our baby. It's what we do. And it's constantly building and we've the world and, and everywhere we travel, we're now looking to do events with the family and stuff and just doing like, like just cool shit. Like, yeah. I know. Awesome. And I, if you're feeling like you're wanting to create something in the world and, and not feeling that level of support around you and stuff like that, then I would highly, highly recommend and invite you into that space. And um, yeah, you've had an experience of it. And mm-hmm. I think there's more of those spaces that are going to open up in the world too. There needs to be. So great. Thanks so much, Andy. Mm. And it's called the unconditional vibe tribe for a reason. Cause you can show up as you are anytime. It's not the positive yeah. vibe tribe. <laughs> You can just be you. And that's such a beautiful space. And it's cool because like, I think for a lot of us, like, you know, maybe our friends or our family or the communities that we're in, you know, outside of that space might not always be able to hold that space for you. You know, like if you're going through something or like you said, like you're wanting to be honest about something or something's coming up for you. It's like knowing that you can show up in that space in my experience um, and just be totally held there. And it's like, that's, that's a really powerful experience. I, I actually can say that I've never had like on that level i've never actually had an experience like that outside of of those kinds of spaces you know where mm-hmm. people can just really yeah just be themselves show up as they are yeah it's so beautiful and, and yeah like thank you for saying that like because that's for me that's what it's like that doesn't need to be real world either like mm-hmm. it's just to have a space like that because not every relationship in your life is going to be that but it's mm-hmm. more having a space like that and that's what ken and i talk about all the time is like just having constant support, like a constant, like we have so many people in our lives that support us in different ways. Um, but having a space that you can go to, to create workshop, just to express, to get it out, just to be heard, like having a space like that on a consistent basis, knowing it's there allows you to go in and do what you want in that space and create it and then take it into the real world um, or take it into like your world with your people, your relationship and choose what you want to have and what you want to create from a foundation of like, like wholeness in yourself mm. and, and not trying to hide things and not trying to like, I'll tell these people this, but I won't share this. Or like, you know, having to consciously think or who knows what, like all of that stuff to just be like getting to a place where you can be like, this is fucking me, man. Like, yeah. this is me. This is what I've done. This is like 
all of it. And I don't give a fuck what you like, you think like that's yours. And I like me and I love me and I want to create this in the world. And with you, I just want to have a really fun serviceable relationship because I don't feel that. And for you, I want to deep dive and explore and I want to have this kind of conscious relationship or I want to like mm-hmm. all that stuff, like getting to choose and coming from a place of real wholeness and like acceptance. I think it's so powerful. And Kate and I have those spaces in our life as well, where if we don't always need it, but if things come up or things like that, that we like, we're like, fuck, it's just a bit over the top of the moment we can go to, we can express, we can be challenged. We can be heard. We can be like all of it. I think it's, it's a huge part of it. Like, Mm -hmm. but so much in the world right now is like $3,000 or $5,000 for 12 weeks. And and then you can have all that, but then that's it. Like, as opposed to constant spaces that aren't breaking the bank. Mm. So powerful. Yeah. And we'll, we'll put the link and everything that's in the show notes so that you guys can access that cool. as well. And like, I, I have a question that I want to ask you because I think it's, it's like, you know, I feel like you, you would get this, like, you know, what conversation do you wish that people were having? Like people in general in the world or people with like me? Oh, I like that one. That one's cool too. I was thinking like people in the world, cause this, this show is all about conversations and that's really what what we do at lady alpha it's like we we i really truly believe that conversations have the power to to create massive openings right you can really create a lot of clarity and just movement from conversations but not all conversations obviously so it's like i'm curious because i know that you guys use obviously communication is a huge a huge way uh, to access that self-expression and get people to really just talk about what's going on or whatever like what what conversations or what conversation do you wish people were having more of I would like people to have more conversations around <laughs> the stuff they're not acknowledging or the stuff that they feel like they can't. Um, yeah. I would love to have people. And that's why I have these conversations. That's why I, yeah. I and I, it's like a hashtag I'm, I'm using if you want to get super social media, but like, and then I go first. So it's like oh, cool. to create, cool. to create a space and to have a conversation or to be like, yo, I used to be a stripper and an escort and I used to deal drugs and I used to do all these things and I've contemplated suicide and I've been in abuse and I've been in abusive relationships and I've unfortunately been the, the verbal and um, emotional abuser, never physical, but like I've been that as well with my own shit, my own stuff. And what I saw is like doing all that stuff and going first and kind of bearing it all and being like, this is what's going on so that others can be like, oh man, well, now that you've done that, I know you're not probably not going to judge me for it. Like, this is what I'm feeling or this is what's going on. Or even now when we're talking, being like, what's actually going on in the background? Like, is there something that you're wanting to say or something that's like not being said? Or like you can feel when someone's like, I'm here with you, but really I'm like back here and I'm just kind of like sussing you out and working out or I'm listening for what I want to say to you and not hearing people and being with people. And yeah, I would love to see a world where people having more honest conversations about everything that's present. So I'm here talking to you. Prime example, I'm here talking to you in this interview. It's fun. It's great. It's cool. I'm noticing there's a Mexican hat behind you that I'm like, it reminds you like a tequila party. And at the same time, I'm a bit removed because I'm like, if that dog shot over there, is there shit somewhere around me that I'm putting my foot in? And also, like also thinking about like, fuck our business at the moment, like, we we've got money tied up in PayPal that we thought was going to be coming through much sooner. 
Mm. And it's not. And it's like it's thousands of dollars that's been held up for us. Plus, we didn't follow up on someone else. They're like two payments behind. So they're putting that through. But it got us to a point today where we're like, we ain't got much money until tomorrow and it hits. And in a few more days, nobody else comes in. It's all good again. But I'm like, fuck, like, I'm just thinking like, what am I going to do for business? And like, so I'm here, but there's still parts of me that are like, mm-hmm. not present. So I wanted to acknowledge with you, Stacey, like in honoring your show and your time that like, I'm here with you. And I'm so grateful for this opportunity and getting to like share and communicate, but also acknowledging that I've not been fully 100% present with you and apologizing for that. And being like, but what I've noticed with that, now that I've expressed it, is I can be here 100% with you and clear with you. And I feel, I don't know if you can feel it, but a different level of connection with you. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, And if if I'm really like transparent about what's going on in the background for me is it's like the like the t- most tired low energy day of my cycle historically speaking this is like the day where i literally mm. just want to lay in bed all day and all day i was thinking you know should like i was i think we had talked about this before like what's the impact of me potentially moving this call and like not jumping mm. on here with you and i had all of this stuff coming up of like am i going to be able to really show up and have a powerful conversation with andy today and mm. and i remembered because we had had a conversation about this previously something else we had an appointment about and i was like yeah actually because the way that i show up is like i can trust that that's exactly what's what's needed and what will work and what will flow but as mm. i'm sitting here i'm like i want my heating pad my stomach hurts a lot <laughs> <laughs> i feel like eating chocolate even though i'm on a cleanse like like all <laughs> this stuff is going on in the background for me too so thanks for just putting that out there cuz i think it's so powerful to just like go yeah actually I'm fully here with you and there's some stuff that was kind of going on for me as well. So thanks for acknowledging that and giving me the space to do the same. It's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. But like, can, like, can I just say with that, from that now, like declaring that, open that, like what do you feel in your body? Like mm. there are differences, there are shift for you after expressing them being heard? Yeah, I think it's, um, it always kind of occurs like a, like a release kind of. Like it feels like a, um, you know, like when you're holding on to something, <laughs> when you're not, you, when you don't want to say something or you hope somebody doesn't know something and you're kind of like yeah. holding it on like this. And then when I put it out there, it's kind of like, oh yeah, it's all good, you know? And there's, I think there's more ease, more space, yeah. more ease and more, it feels like trust, like just more trust. I trust myself more, you know, just creates more. Yeah. It- yeah. I like that's what I want more feel is because like as we talk about like the space that that stuff occupies so minute like mm-hmm. oh it's that day in my cycle and I feel like chocolate and like random fucking things <laughs> yeah, that you're so, like why would I like why would I say that it occupies space yeah and it 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 creates like little barriers and little things that we don't allow open and over a period of time we learn that behavior. And mm-hmm. so we learn to shut off. We learn to disconnect. We learn to shut others out. We learn to like to do these things. And then all of a sudden we're living a life <coughs> where we're like, ah, I feel really fucking disconnected. I don't feel like what's mm-hmm. going on with other people. I don't feel the impact of when I do or don't show up. I don't like, this is my life, right? This is like what I'm talking about. This is what happened for me is it got to a point where I, I just learned to disconnect mm-hmm. from all these things in the background. And now I'm learning to like, like experientially learning to, open up to them to constantly just keep practicing acknowledging them to keep bringing them to the front in the conversation to bring them and be like now put it to the side cool and let's keep going mm-hmm. but instead of like 
standing in front of a fucking cupboard door that's busting open. And I'm like, ah, this is a great conversation. It's so much fun. Like, oh, it's the best day be ever. Like, yeah. Yeah. I can be like, oh, fuck this. Like, open the door and be like, this, 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 yeah. this, this, this. Everything's been going on. Everything's been present. I know it's a lot. And I know, like, it's a bit overwhelming. And I want you to have, like, your turn to really express how you've been feeling with mm. it and stuff. But for me, my intention is just to bring it out of the cupboard to, like, to get clear with it, to share, like, to share it out and then put it to the side. I can go over there. I'll, like, I'm going to. and stop putting energy into trying to keep it there and not Mm -hmm. bust out into the room so that I can just have a conversation with you. And all of a sudden, I feel a sense of peace. I feel a sense of ease. I feel the capacity to just sit and have a conversation with you and be real. And that, for me, is the conversation I want people to have, is to feel the the capacity, the like the capability to actually be like, no, fuck this, open the door. Mm -hmm. Boom, boom, boom. I put it to the side now and let's keep going. And the freedom that comes with that, the liberation that comes with that, the peace with like, it's just a fucking dusty book. Like, so what? It's not clean. Like I'll fucking clean it up after. Like, mm-hmm. you're not going to judge me. Like, oh, he doesn't cover, doesn't dust off his books. Like <laughs> that's, that's how we're living our life. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's um, so true. yeah, there's that dusty book guy. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Andy, dust the books. Yeah. Right? What the fuck yeah. is wrong with you? Yeah. And like authenticity is such a buzzword now. So it's cool to have this conversation and to just really experience like and talk about what that really actually means on a larger scale on in your everyday life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Super can cool. I, can I share this analogy with you? Please do. Yeah. On that, I talked about this the other day because like, you know, authenticity. Yeah. In a video I got on and I was like, we're in Ohopi, which is like this beautiful spot in New Zealand on like the Northeast coast. And like the sun was going down and I built myself this little teepee. I was like fucked off with Kate and life and just I was like, fuck and I went to like my inner child and I found all these sticks because there was like a cyclone that came through so there's all this deadwood on the beach and I went to the beach and I was like built this little teepee with it all and then I put a log in front and I sat down and I was like I'm gonna do a live and just express and get all this out and I was like I shared it in the tribe being like guys I've been avoiding I've been hiding I've been all these things and because of what's going on for me and I'm just feeling like stuck and I'm feeling this and I'm feeling frustrated and like even through everything that I do and I talk about when I'm in my, you know, shadow or like I'm experiencing that stuff, I'm like, fuck, like unconsciously it's happening. Unconsciously I'm hiding. Unconsciously I'm like avoiding communication, pretending not to know and consciously latching out and projecting at her and all of this stuff. And it's like, and then it hits me. I'm like, fuck, I've been here for three days. What the fuck? Like, what is going on? Like, and so I was just sharing that being like, this is what's occurring for me. So what's going on. And through that video, I had some people like, ah, oh, so good to see that. It's my favorites, blah, blah, all of that stuff again. But the analogy that I shared on it was like, it's this clearing of space. What I felt when I did that and came clean and just apologized to people that had affected people that had one-on-one clients, I'd change calls on, like all that stuff. When I came clean, it opened up a space. And the analogy I use is like, we are like, what I feel is that we're like a well, you know, it's water that's always there. And we always talk about filling the well and stuff like that, but it's like the water is always rising and the water is all the things that are going on in our life that just happen. Or all of a sudden I feel guilty for something that happened or I, you know, I, fuck, I don't know. I saw someone really overweight, like smashing McDonald's and it just triggered me because I was like, fuck, I've been like on a cleanse and I've been eating chocolate every single day. So now I'm feeling guilty. And it's like, and in that moment I could take that as like, 
oh, fuck, I'm just going to come clean and, and talk about it, but I don't, and it sits there. It's just a little tiny thing. It's a moment. We don't feel it. We don't think about it. It's just bypassed. But they boom, 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 and it's like this ever-rising water in us, in the well. It just keeps rising and rising until it gets to a point where it's just overflowing, mm. and it's the water's festering, all these things. Like, it's not clean. But expression, like communication and expression in any form, is like dipping a bucket in or dipping a cup and taking it out we can drink it and do whatever with it but like we take it out of the well and we create space for more water it's going to rise anyway mm-hmm. but the more expression the more coming clean the more integrity we have the more like honesty like wreaking all these things we're just like emptying the well allowing space that we can choose to fill with and choose things to fill it with or we can operate in a way that we feel so much more space in our life so much more like opportunity capability and capacity and for me today that is what I've been experiencing in like real time is that I came clean yesterday in the tribe and like with Kate, I express these things. I apologize for stuff. And I was like, you know what? I'm actually going to listen to what's been going on that I've been numbing out with everything else that I need fucking time for me, even though we're flat chat, I need to go take time. I need to just like get outside in the nature, do these things and do that. So I like cleared all that space. And then I chose to fill that space with the stuff that I fucking love. Mm-hmm. So it was like epic, dark hot chocolate <laughs> like, so that well is all of that so like now in my expression i'm taking fucking cups of like liquid gold right and i'm just like oh it feels so good and i'm expressing that way that energy's there you can feel it and it's not the like the dirty water that's just rising up in this well that's coming from the underground it's like i'm clearing all that out and choosing what i want to put into that space and utilizing it mm-hmm. and if you don't utilize that energy, you're not regularly clearing that well, eventually the water's going to come up and it's going to fester that, that hot chocolate anyway. So it's, it's that process. That's the analogy I use. And I think that's what, for me, like expression is when we acknowledge the dusty book in the cupboard, we bring it all to the front. We clear that well, take out the stuff that's occupying space that we then have a, a choice of what we want to put into that to utilize in our expressions and things in our life. Mm. So brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Love it, Andy. This has been so brilliant. Thank you so much for all of this. So good. I am um, really cool to chat. And yeah. And we're going to put all the info to like get people connected with you and everything. But like if you had to, you know, send out an invitation to the listeners, the ladies who are resonating with what you're sharing that, you know, if I love the two of you together, but I think both of you are such powerhouses. You and Kate are both powerhouses on your own, but together too, it's like this really cool synergy that goes on in, in what you guys are creating. So I really yeah. encourage the listeners, you know, if anything that Andy has said, even if it didn't necessarily land for you personally, like go check out. Yeah. I love your guys. You can have Gatorade instead of hot chocolate. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, right. Go check out their daily vibe. Super cool. It's like literally behind the scenes what's going on in their lives and it's it's super real but it's also really inspiring to see how you guys move through things together as a couple and also building a business traveling the world navigating all these different things like it's it's a lot and it's cool and you guys have a lot of fun with it so it's awesome and what else what else is going on the unconditional vibe tribe what about working with you one-on-one you want to speak on that for a sec before we finish up yeah, um, something that I do, uh, I generally work like five people at one time. Um, I do like a six week with someone. So it's a six week. There is no like week one, we fix your mindset or anything like that. But it's it's a six week intensive where, and you get the tribe as part of it because it's like that full spectrum of support. Mm. Um, but I work with someone for six weeks and it, what we design it to be is like, kind of what we're talking about these live tours, but like, it's like, what do you want to create in the world? Or 
and like some people come to me for like for healing of stuff, but it's like, what do you actually want right now? Like, what are you wanting to create? Whether it's a deeper healing and create that feeling or create something in the world. But I design it to be like bringing up everything that's in the way. Things that maybe you don't even know that you're not talking about or things that you're not wanting to acknowledge, but like bringing up everything that's in the way for you, clearing that, practicing, building those foundations in your life. And then actually talking about creating what you want in the world. Um, and yeah, it's application only because for me, I've had a fair few people apply that they're not ready for like what we do in that. Like it's f- comes with such love, support and care. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, it's challenging. <laughs> so um, yeah, if you want to apply, I can, I can click the link to you as well. Um, just apply. I might have five spots already filled when you do, but I just have a conversation with someone and be like is this actually a good fit for us both mm-hmm. when jump on a call and be like is this what you're needing right now maybe i'm not the right person for that um or are you ready for what this is um because yeah it's full on it'll stretch you it's <laughs> it's a really challenging six weeks um but you'll get to experience yourself in a way like you've never experience yourself because it's going to be mainly about bringing everything to the front in a conversation and allowing you to create a future that brings all of you into it. Mm-hmm. And like I talked about my friend bringing the skating element into his like spirituality and, and nutrition and stuff like that, like bringing who you fucking are into the world and understanding <laughs> the power in that and feeling good about it, not being like, Holy shit, I'm <laughs> dying with anxiety because no one's going to want to see a skating monk drinking a green smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good i really like when i yeah. see his videos finally i'm gonna be like i remember this guy <laughs> andy gordon was yeah. talking about yeah. this so good so cool, i was like andy. dude i'll be the monk i was like i'll shave my head put some robes on <laughs> <laughs> love it so good and that committed to your dream yeah such a blast thank you for everything yeah. andy this has been so great we're gonna put all the links so you guys can reach out get connected with him on social media do all the things and thanks for tuning in thanks andy <laughs>